Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, alongside me for the first time in what feels like quite a few months. It's that retro code, Eddie V. I'm back in the building. Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. Oh, jeez. Um, well, Ed, it's been good having you on the show. Uh, we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, being so loud and obnoxious, like, bro, it's a Saturday. Look, it's Ed. Look at him. Look at that. I can't be with you guys. I'm so I'm thankful to be with you guys. Also joining us is uh, Exodus803 PC Muscle Race himself, Ron Dawkins. And down in the lower left-hand corner of the video is Galutrad, Jacob Taylor. What's up, everybody? And we have a special, special guest from Block's Games Reviews. We have Block here joining us today. Hello, sir. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. I feel like this has been like a, a couple weeks uh, in the works here. We had to have the stars align. We did. Um, but they did. It's just going out of town and so, you know, Christmas and New Year's and everything going on. It's it's hard to plan anything. Yeah. This, this past uh, year. Those pesky <laughs> holidays are, you know, ruining our podcast schedule. So, yeah. jerks. Hmm. So, how's everyone doing? Everybody doing okay? Everybody, uh, it's been a, I know. It's been, it's been a day, a it, week. It's been it's a been an interesting week. It has. It's been a year. Yeah. yeah. Are you right? A week that felt like a year. Is it 2022 yet, guys? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was literally what, like six days into our year. Well, no, five days into our Friday. year. Yeah. It's, it's. We kind of started the year off really good, getting a lot of gaming news stuff, definitely with Nintendo. And then Tuesday with Georgia, uh, with their runoff and getting two Democrats in the Congress, that was just like amazing. Everybody was happy. And I know we're going to get into a little bit of what happened Wednesday, but man, I, it, the, the roller coaster in just one week of, mm. of just, just everybody around the world. Like it is, it's very weird that we go from a really good high, hoping that good stuff is coming out for a gaming that we can all enjoy and everything, and then it's just that little moment on Wednesday that happened. Yeah, it's uh, last night or I mean, the last few days actually, uh, have just like I on Tuesday or on on Wednesday when it all happened, it was it was really just. It was it was really just an eye opener for a lot of people. I feel like that this is very very real. This is ve- this is happening. This is very very real. This is really what's happening. And uh, you know, Josh and I talked a lot about it on Tower Casuals on Thursday. Uh, you know, and we we even discussed not even having a show because of uh, just to kind of you know give attention to what needed to have you know have mm-hmm. the attention but uh and the process and yeah yeah and we were just like you know what it's we want to talk about destiny it's our first show back of the year we need to address our community as a at not just tower casuals community but the boss rush community as a whole and we're going to do that today too and uh honestly the audio versions of the last couple episodes will probably be out of order because i feel like this needs more attention right away than Mm-hmm. because usually we record a week in advance and you know it goes up 
if you're watching live, you obviously you're watching it live, but it'll go as up eight days later on podcast feeds, but you'll probably see this out of order because this is too important to, you know, it, it, and we don't talk a lot of politics on boss rush really. You know, I mean, we kind of, sometimes we do in our group chats and, and kind of bring it up here and there, but I feel like this is really beyond politics. It's, it's literally, you know, not to sound super cheesy or anything, but this is literally good versus evil, really. It, it kind of, it kind of going last year, stuff like this kind of led to our Black Lives Matter panel for the first time and other stuff. And now seeing what is going on now, it's kind of an eye opener about why gamers need to talk about politics and know about politics. Because if, if you just block it and you, you're not seeing for, for seeing it for what it is. You're not going to understand why people from different communities are speaking out about things and speaking of out issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, this affects all of us. Like, if of course this is in some sense definitely a racial thing because looking at what happened to the Capitol building for in case of people don't want to, you know, don't want to memorize it or anything. Um, the Capitol building got uh, kind of terrorized in the sense. Attacked. By, it, it was. It, it was get, attacked. It, it was. It was attacked. It was attacked. It was attacked. Okay, by some protesters who I'm glad that a lot of news sources are now calling them domestic terrorists. Yeah. You know, when it comes to white they should have been doing it from the beginning, though. To be fair, because mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. yeah, a lot of times when white people don't do this, and no disrespect to you, Galatrab, Block, or Corey, when a lot of white people do this, they never get called that. Any other race no, would be called. It's, be it's called not terrorists. a. There's nothing to be offended by. It's it's it's, it's because it's because it's that like. Not to try to bring some humor into it, but it's that Family Guy meme, right? Where he, they hold up the shade, the, yeah. the skin tone yeah. shader and said, okay, not okay type thing, right? And it's like, just because these people were not brown, they were not called terrorists. I guarantee, look, I I warned my wife that I might get a little bit heated at the beginning of the show today, even <laughs> though my kid is, you know, it's nap time. But I said, look, it, and I heard this on MSNBC the other day, and this video was going around. If I guarantee you, if if, if these people are the same color as Leron and Ed, they would have been mowed down like like fucking animals. And if they were, oh, yeah. if they were yeah. Muslim, they would have been taken out by the military snipers above the buildings of the Capitol. And like, I wa- there's there was a video viral video going around today about like what was happening. They the police opened the door for these people and they said, you can't, and they stood there and they said, you can't be in here, but still let them walk in. You can't Mm -hmm. be here. Still let them walk in. They started coming in through the windows and stuff. The, the only thing I saw that was any attempt of keeping these people back was when the, when you saw the secret service agents in the doorways of the chamber, pointing the guns out the little window. That's the only thing you saw. And the bad thing about it is when you look at the videos, people are taking pictures and smoking and just celebrating. And it's just like, what are you doing? I thought this. Okay, I can understand you guys have the right to protest because you want Trump to be president. You want to stop the votes and all of that other conspiracy nonsense that you want to do. But you are in here acting a fool. You are in here looking like clowns and you are not offending us, but you're offending America in general. We have everybody have went to the polls and did their voting. If y'all was so wanted to be have Trump as president 
president again, y'all should have went out and vote. Exactly. You should have had the numbers of the turnout and everything. You know, and and you know that's basically. One of the things I've, because uh, I've had conversations with my roommates. I live, I live in a very diverse household. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I, it's me, a black guy. You know, I got, I have two Asian people living in the house with me, and I have, an, and, I, and I have, an, I have a white guy in the house. We're very diverse, so we can sit down and have conversations like this, and you know, and everybody have a general understanding, stuff like that. You know, but it, it's, it's insane. It's insane to think that. Honestly, like 2020 was a flip of 2016 because 2016. Mm-hmm. Nobody was going to vote because they were like, there's no way in hell Donald Trump's going to win. And and for everybody that didn't go out there and vote, you know, that's um, what I said. Right. Like I said, oh, well, you know, I, I I've never really like been into politics. I'm like, there's no there's no way this dumbass is going to win. Like, there's no way there's no way. And he did. And then yeah, like the pro- it became very real, very slowly that he was winning. And then like. The first like little bit, I was like, okay, this guy's this guy's an idiot. But then it grew from this guy's an idiot, this guy's a wap job to like this, guy's this guy is is dangerous. This guy, yeah. yeah. And even in like even within the last the last year, it's like this guy's dangerous too. This guy's deadly. This guy could do he, something very dangerous to. And we saw it. We saw it on on Wednesday, right? We saw when it. he. When he said to the Proud Boys, "Stand by, stand down, and stand by," mm-hmm. that was already a. We knew that he was crazy. We knew that he oh, was yeah. racist. Everything, but when he said that, we, we didn't, we didn't know that it would go to this level. But we should have been prepared that it would go here. And the scat, the scary thing about it, the scary thing about it is, is that definitely for the black community watching all of this, it's just like. You like you guys said earlier, we would have been shot. We would have been uh, pepper spray. We would have been mace. We we would have had everything. A photo op happened where protesters got well got tear gas, so the president could take a, a picture with a um uh with the Bible wrong, and yeah. the national guards and everything at the Capitol building didn't do nothing. They got pictures. People are already making fun of the person climbing up a wall. They put the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild stamina on it. Mm-hmm. They put like sound effects and stuff. Like they're clowning people, but I'm like, even with even though you're trying to make this funny, this whole situation is not it's, funny. It's well, not, that's, no. well, that's well, that's the problem. That's the problem with internet culture, and I've had conversations about that. But going back to the main, going back to the main topic, mm-hmm. like, listen, like, here's here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. Like, they're really quick to call somebody non-white a terrorist. Or yeah. a criminal, or a thug, or whatever. And but the moment they turn around, do do and trust me, like what they did was honestly what they did was any Black Lives Matter, you know, protest times twenty five. Like oh, yeah. that's the because because here's the thing about it, like you know, okay, so like some Black Lives Matter activists have you know gone and stormed you know Civil War memorial, memorials and stuff like that. They technically do not represent our government. Uh, the Civil War stuff that does not yeah. technically represent our government. That is just that's just that's basically museum history, you know. Mm-hmm. But you guys actually went after actual seats of power, actual buildings that actually mean something to our government structure. Who's the terrorist? Mm-hmm. When the Senate's in, they're in session. They're in the building. You know, and people's lives are at stake. That's the other thing too. What happened that day turned it 
almost quickly turned into a designated survivor situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, yeah. They we we could have wound up with a whole new government because everybody could have died and we wouldn't have had a Senate. We wouldn't have had part of Congress. Uh, hell, vice Pence, president. If Mike Pence was there, he, we wouldn't have had the vice president. The like, thing would have been left in power. The thing is, too, now is like, I mean, how do you swear in Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris now? You can't do it on the steps of the Capitol you building. You, yeah, can't you can't do it. Do it. You, you can't do it. do it. They're going to have to be sworn in in a bunker somewhere yeah. where it, with the military guarding them pretty much. Like, that's and what you, they're going to have to do. And, and, and the, you, know what's, you know what's crazy about that? The only time that happens is in a time of war. Mm-hmm. That's the only time stuff like that happens. You know, it, but what do I know? I only served like six years in the United States it, Armed Forces. What do I know? <laughs> the thing, The thing about it is that, you know... For us to see law enforcement not do anything to the National Guards, even but saying that they uh, refused twice or something. And like after everything happened and they walked everybody out, now they want to put everything in. And, you know, now they want to capture everybody. Now, you mm-hmm. know, there's been 15 federal charges and, you know, five people lost which, their lives. Which and, is and just like, which is which is which is fine if. If like okay, you want to go after these people and arrest these people, that's fine. But this comes after the fact that how many how many black people died or got shot or got injured this summer got during maimed, pro maimed. yeah during protests just for walking down the street or driving their car to work or like the, the I, one guy, I, I, he, I I I told Ed this the other day and yeah. I just like. I'm tired of worrying about my friends who just want to go down the street to get down their driveway to get the mail. And when you're like, when a cop drives by, like, you know, I told this, I told this to Josh on Tower Casuals too. Like, I, I don't, I, I worry about you guys a lot, especially the last year, right? Like, and, and it's not, I'm not just saying that because, like, you know, just to say it, I'm saying it because, like, I care about you guys. You guys are my friends, and I worry about just because of, just because you're a darker shade of skin color than I am, that that means something's going to happen to you. And like, yeah, like one day we want, we and might like, not be around for a podcast. And like, how how am I supposed to explain this to like my nephews who are who are black? Right? Like, how 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 is this going to affect them growing up? You know, it's it's. Look, you, you I can't... I just I just want to say this before you go, Ed. Like, oh, go ahead. I am really embarrassed and I am really sorry to be part of a race of people who thinks not, not everyone, but it seems like a loud majority of people these days who think they're better than you because of their skin color. And I am, I'm, I am like really embarrassed and I'm really sorry. I'm sorry to Ed. I'm sorry to Laurent. I'm sorry to Ray, to Ash says hi to, Cam Hawkins to everybody we've ever worked with to Ray to zombie to anybody we've ever worked with and, or not worked with just, just the entire slate of people who are darker than I am. Like it's, it's embarrassing. It's appalling. And like, I'm sorry, you know, like that's, I don't really know what, how to like, and like all I want to do is like help, but I don't know how, and it's very frustrating and and upsetting that I have to worry I about mean, you guys all the time because of this. Standing up is the first step. Just standing up for for the for us, standing up for 
for for women and stuff who've been de- you know degraded just standing up for somebody for the right thing that should be happening is the first step speaking out is going to be is going to come up next because the thing about it is if you're saying this and you truly mean it and you show your actions and you stand with us that is proof enough you know you go people could people don't people don't realize that when you go through a situation like another race is like sometimes there's been videos that people everything that black people have been going through they'll make a white person go through and those white people will uh, will cry and uh, and realize that i didn't know all of this was happening what was ha- what happened wednesday really showcases what happened what the disgusting thing of racism is the mm-hmm. dis- disgusting things of injustice of indecency you know we let the these people let these white men and some women go into a federal building and act like and, and be terrorists we've n- none of in history from any other race has done that and to some white people that is acceptable to yeah. us as Americans who pay taxes, who who got a variety of friends, diversity, the backgrounds, the sexuality, whatever, we don't have that privilege. We don't have that acceptance. We don't stand by what happened. Because if I we would... believe... <clears throat> If we believe in equality, if we're going to be saying the Pledge of Allegiance, if we're going to be living by the Constitution and stuff, we are supposed to be treated and seen as equal. And, and silence, on, silence from oh, from white people or, or people higher up, you know, that that's that's showing that you agree with something. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not speaking out mm-hmm. against and if you're not using your privilege, your power, your your whatever you want to call it, your your platform, you know, you're you're just saying I, I you know, it's not important enough for me to to spend my time on. And that's that's been the problem for decades, for generations. And that's what I feel, you know, the past probably twenty years or so it's slowly on issues of of race, of of gender, um, uh, the gender gap, the gender equality, um, for sexual orientations, and all of these um, social issues that we are seeing white men predominantly, at least acknowledging and and speaking out and using their 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 platform to. To talk about these type of things, because if you don't talk about it, you, you, you things don't change. I think people don't realize that when when you look at Far Cry Five and everybody was and certain white people were getting upset. I'm like, this happens in this country. Oh, this yes. idea happens. You know, yeah. you know, it's okay. funny. It, it's funny because, um, because uh, as uh, as as Block was talking about it, the first thing the first thing that came to my mind is like, listen. Well, the first thing that came to my mind was okay. The right before all this happened, the president, and I'm going to call him the president. I am because <laughs> he is the president. He was elected the president. The president gave a speech, and yeah, there was already people out there that were planning to march onto the Capitol and, you know, demand demand a recall, demand an overturn of the election, which, by the way, I told I told my roommates and a couple of my really close friends, if um, if they had somehow overturned this election, 
and I know how I voted, if they'd overturn this election, I guarantee you, like, 99% of my faith in the country would have been lost. No. Immediately. Oh. Immediately. So, you know, so, so, but the fact, know, the fact that 74 million people still m- voted for this motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, every, everything that you say, everybody would have felt that way. Right. What you yeah. just said, everybody would have felt that exactly. way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and you know what? Hey, you know what? I, you know, me saying what I just said just proves that, you know, I voted for Biden. I voted for the other guy because guess what? This guy we had, in my opinion, didn't do anything for our country. Yeah, I have people who tell me day in and day out, oh, well, the economy didn't tank, so that's one thing. You know, he, he made sure he made sure China this, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, he pissed them off in the process. He pissed off the European Union in the, he in the process. He gave some college people McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but anyway, but he's, he's sitting here giving the speech right before, you know, right before Mike Pence, you know, is supposed to go with the rest of, with the rest of Congress to go ahead and confirm the vote. And I'm starting thinking, you know what? He's radicalizing people. But guess what? Because it's white people, we can't say he's radicalizing because radical radicalization is not a word you're supposed to frame with white people, especially white people in America, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, you know, like, you know, like, they don't really say radicalization for, for American citizens either. But I guarantee you, if it was people from Cuba, they're radicalized. People from the Middle East, they're radicalized. People from these other countries, they're radicalized. You know, they're not American, so they're radicalized. They're going to do, they're going to do terrible things. American lives are going to be lost. You know what? In my opinion, this is this was like a second 9/11. In my opinion, you know what? That's how you I know, felt. Yeah, you know what? You know what really pisses me off is like every like every speech that I heard uh, someone from Congress say, "This is not America. This is not America. This is not what we do as Americans." I'm like. What country are they living I'm in? I'm like, fucking yeah, it is the last have you not been living here the last four years? And like exactly. that's that's some of them that's some as, have been serving that's some as, been serving thirty plus years. That's as, spot that, that's saying, as long as it? I've been paying attention because of not only mine and Ed's friendship, but just like, you know, just talking to people and trying trying to see get more not involved in politics, but understanding a lot of things more things mm-hmm. about politics. This is happening. This is America. And guess what? I don't I am I have no faith in this country right now. None. Zero. 74 million people voted for him. And when he be, when he's out of office, right? He's starting this digital media empire or whatever. Se- 74 million people are going to go follow him. He's like I heard I heard this again on on CNN and MSNBC watching this they're like you better hope to God that there's some sort of plan in place for a second civil war. Because it's very possible that it could happen. I, I was talking to you, Corey, um, that you know, like, I, and I was, and I even told Leron, like, I just, I said, I'm going dark because I wanted to keep my mind positive uh, while, you know, while at work. And Corey knows I don't cuss at all. I don't cuss that heavy. And that whole day, I literally was just dropping f bomb. I was just like, this is some stuff, stuff, stuff. Because I'm just like, this is craziness. This is lunacy. And this is over some conspiracy votes that the courts have shown that they have no evidence. Mm-hmm. That there no been, fraud. 
there's been no evidence whatsoever for the last month and some change. No yeah. evidence. No evidence. Like, I guarantee you, if there was one shred of evidence, the courts would pay attention to it. The courts would pay attention. To, not just the courts. But, like, like, like every law, every law body in the land would pay attention to it. But there has not been a single drop of evidence yet. And you guys, and but, but you know what? But then again, but then again, we always play off assumptions anyway. I mean, it's the reason why I walk into a freaking pharmacy store and get and get followed around by you know the management. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. But, we we but run it, on assumptions all the time. It's so funny because the the that group is claiming that they want to bring like they want to believe in the system. The system is working. That's why nothing that's why everything that they challenged that they were they presidents challenge elections all the time. It's not anything new. So everything that they challenged got declined because it wasn't real and they're buying into the lies. So my yeah. question is to them and excuse me for saying this, where the fuck was y'all at on um, um voting? We yeah. yes, we did our only voting. We sit in our in, our invoice, or even on the day of voting, we was in the fucking line ready to here's vote. The, here's so the, pro- the here's the here's the pro here's the problem. 2016, 2016 gave them a lull. Like I said, people didn't turn out to vote the way they should have. So they thought automatically in 2020 they had the superior numbers. Uh, there was um there was a figure that went around that said that that said some. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it said an insane amount of black people alone had not voted since 2012, mm-hmm. which means they didn't vote in 2012. They didn't vote in 2016. They didn't vote in any of the midterms or any of that stuff. A, a, a glaring number. I'll look it up later. You know, like I'll I maybe maybe I'll tweet it out on 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 Boss Rush Twitter. If it, I don't know. I don't know. Might 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 make our Twitter page inflammatory or something if I do. But anyway. But anyway. A number of people did not vote since Obama's second term, which means, and that and that number meant they hadn't, they did not vote in the second term. Also, mm. they didn't vote for his reelection. You know, so no one, technically, no one's voted since two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so this gave them all this false insecurity when, like, basically, the White House was handed to the president. And they're like, oh, there's not that many people. There's no way. There's no way we can lose the vote. So they probably did turn out and vote the way they were supposed to. But you know what? Was it 70, 75 million? 70, 70, I think it's 74 point something. Okay, we'll, we'll round up. 75. Okay, so you, so we know for sure 75 million people voted for Trump. There's probably a small percentage that voted for mm-hmm. independence. There's probably a small percentage that voted for independence, but guess what? So I'm, I'm going to say, let's say another 5 million voted for independence. So we've got 80 million accounted for. Mm-hmm. Where, where, do you, where do you guys think the other three, uh, 208, uh, 230 million votes came from? Mm-hmm. You know, you got, uh, you know, and, and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to speak a little personally here now. 75 million y'all versus, versus 230 plus million of us. Who's the minority? 75 million. Who's the minority? Mm-hmm. My thing has always been don't, when it comes to voting, don't always assume that, oh, I'll let somebody else do it for me. No, when everybody said your vote counts, your 
ass better be in the line well, ready well, not, to vote. Well, well, people don't really know that because our, I know. Edu- our education system is in backsliding since the '90s. People don't know that, and then we had then we have people like Betsy DeVos, like trying to trying to run the education department, and she ain't teaching the goddamn thing. She, oh, mm-hmm. she fucked everything up. You know. You know, and, you know. So yeah, we've got more uneducated people out there, and I'm, and you know what, you know, that's maybe a harsh word, uneducated. But guess what? It's not wrong, bro. Yeah. It's not exactly. wrong. It's not. A, it's not. Exactly. Look, I, I've always been in the mind. If you say something that's factual, like it, if you, if it's mean, it doesn't matter. It's still a fact, right? Like it's, right. it's just, it's still a fact. You still have to accept it. And like a lot of things that are taught this these days, or you know, the way people kind of. Uh, sugarcoat a lot of things like sometimes you just need the straight facts right and like if they offend someone if they're mean if they're you know if you're offended by it it doesn't matter it's still a fact right like yeah, yeah like well, it's not it also, it's not like it's not like it, it's not like germany sugarcoating what happened during world war ii right they're not like the, mm-hmm. i i have a friend mm-hmm. who lives in germany we've been friends for almost 20 years and he's because he was an exchange student at my high school we've been friends and he's like he's like have you ever read a history book germany is super embarrassed by this but like you you do have to move on from it but like you know and and i'm not saying we have to move on from this right now but like it's about rebuilding and relearning and re-educating what's happening right now we take those steps now so in 20 30 40 50 years this type of shit doesn't happen again and the, yeah, the, now and, uh, go ahead go ahead uh, then i would give it to, give it to you first jacob before you go around um this is eye-opening this is history and the, people in school are going to see all of this this is going into a documentary for the last four years of what America was like at a per- at this that's period if, of time. That's if they allow someone to write those books. Oh, someone is probably people are already probably writing them. They're probably already documenting. Trust me, probably by the end of the year or next year. But what uh, I'm saying, but what I'm uh, saying is, what I'm saying is, will they wind up being? Will they wind up being like actual literature that we will wind up reading in our schools, or will it just be something that's pushed in the back of like public libraries that we have to go hunt and search for? The stuff needs to be in our attention twenty four seven. It needs to be. It needs to be in everybody's schools, whether you are pre K all the way up to all the way up to graduate level college. I think with so much videos, it's so much interest. The president's Twitter account, like they're going. Someone's making a book of the president. This Twitter account that's going to probably be yeah, out. But, it may be the daily show. But what I'm, but what I'm saying is, you know what? As a 45 year old black man, like I, I, you know what? This is this is an eye opener for me. I'm 45 years old. I finally last year understood what Juneteenth was. <laughs> Guess what? That shit ain't in the fucking history book. And I've been to a lot of his. I've been to a lot of different schools. Like I, because I'm an army brat, so I went to. I've been to private schools. I've been to public schools. I've been to Department of Defense schools. Never, never knew what Juneteenth was. Never knew the actual symbology behind it. I just thought it was just another fancy thing black people want to celebrate every year. I live uh, in Texas. I live in Texas and have grown up in Texas, and I didn't know what Juneteenth was. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. a lot of my. I didn't know. What, I didn't know what it was. Like yeah. I. Like I still don't really understand what it is. Like I, I, I only heard that term for the first time this past year. Mm. You know, Same and that's here. that's. I mean, a part of that is my own ignorance, but part of that is like I didn't even know it existed. So like, how you know, how do I look this up if I don't, you know, and and they don't teach it or no, they they smart. don't. I mean, they don't. I can't look. I I grew up in a primary primarily white town. 
we when the first black person came to our, our school, the first thing everybody said was, oh, he's going to be great at sports. And the second thing was they all had side racist black jokes for him. Mm. Those were the two things, right? And and like, welcome to America. Yeah, I just, it, I just, I just want to say this is like, I hope that you know, here, what we're doing here with Boss Rush Games is is showing that we care about this this subject, this this very real thing that's happening. I hope that you know, I. And per, just from a personal standpoint, I hope that I'm using the platform, my platform, our platform as a voice of inclusion and and good people and really as an educational platform when things like this happen. I know I need to do a better job when things like this don't happen to still get the message across that, you know, black lives do matter. Women's voices matter. LGBTQ communities matter like this stuff matters and you know it and I, I, I've done a pretty terrible job when things like, like this aren't happening of doing that and and you know I but you know what Corey it's the first and you're not going to get everything perfect no one's going to get anything perfect until it happens you work you work it you learn it you take you take feedback you find out what to do right and what what knew not to do next time and stuff like there's a lot of stuff that i still don't know that i'm still working working and learning and stuff Corey, you already you i come to you on a daily basis trying to learn stuff and figure out stuff on a daily basis because i feel like if i'm going to be able to help our community grow just to show what boss rush is all about we got to work with each other. We got to learn from each other. And they will see that in the community. You, just the message that you put out, just the stuff that you allow us to do here on Boss Rush and stuff that you, stuff that you're still gathering and learning. It's a big step. You know, we don't, we are a lot of video game communities and podcasts and stuff are now just grasping that. Well, you know, you, you, this is the second time you mentioned it. And, and the thing is, uh, okay, so video games are our greatest escape from the world. It is. Like, I mean, like, when this stuff gets overwhelming, like, we immediately run the video games. We do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you know, I'm not saying that's – I'm not saying that's wrong behavior or something like that. But but uh, I remember – I want to – I can't remember. It, it was a – it wasn't even a historian that said this, but the easiest way to repeat, repeat past mistakes and injustices are, is to – ignore it or run away from it you know mm-hmm. stuff like that there's and, a know, there's a time there's a time for escapism and there's a time to pay attention right yes yeah the pandemic a time oh. a time a time to escape this type of thing is the time to pay attention mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so oh by the way to any list to any of our listeners in texas and stuff you guys see you guys see the 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 tomfoolery that ted cruz is on <laughs> like why didn't you guys get rid of him when beta war war was running you know, uh, you know, you know, pay, uh, pay attention to that. Like he's an insurrectionist. Marco Rubio is an insurrectionist. Uh, who's that one guy that, you know, that you Josh, know, Hard- Josh, yes, that guy, yeah. the guy that was given the freaking fist pump, you know, mm-hmm. out, you know, outside the grounds of the Capitol building when all this was going down, you, you know, insurrectionist, you know, you know, and, and I'm the, and I'm the Patriot here. Like, you know, I've, I've served and bled for my country, you know, you know, 
these guys, I I doubt they I doubt they've even gotten hung up on a barbed wire fence for their country. And the thing about it is, these are people who are representing your state, mm-hmm. representing you as a as as a state in Congress, and that should be that's humiliating. Mm-hmm. That that that's that hurts just that hurts me. Because I know, Jacob, you're not like that. Leron, yeah. you're not like that. Block, you're not like that. Corey, you're not like that. I'm. Any from, any, we have people who are representing us in, crime, in Congress who are trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have these buffoons acting a clown, clown fool. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. I'm like, you're supposed to be representing the state. Even if I didn't vote for you and you're supposed to be my voice, this is not my voice. Mm-hmm. Would you do mess like this? The thing here's the thing. I my whole thing here is, if you're a good person, if you do the right things, if you are accepting of people and really just being there for one another and being kind and everything, you you're allowed to do things here. You're allowed to be here, right? This isn't a Democrat versus Republican thing. This is this is a good versus bad thing. And if you support anything, this now this is this is personal, right? If you for me, if you support anything that happened this past week, if you support anything that happened this week, you are not welcome here. You are not here. I don't want you here. I don't want you hanging out in our chats. I don't want you commenting on our videos. I don't want you listening to our podcasts. I don't want you here. It's that simple. Our mission here is to be better. That's our that's our saying. That's our that's our flagship motto is be better. Mm-hmm. Be better people. I'm I said this on Twitter and I'm gonna say it again. I'm I I'm paraphrasing a friend of the show, Cam Hawkins, who works over at Dual Shockers. It costs absolutely nothing to be kind to somebody. It costs absolutely nothing to respect someone for who they are, what they do, accept who they are. It costs nothing. It also costs nothing to block a jackass on social media. That's yeah. also true. <laughs> well, that so that that's something that a lot I think that a lot of on. people a lot of people struggle with. Um, but like something that I've been trying so hard for the past year to wrap my head around is it takes so much effort to be a bad person. I've made it. I've made it almost twenty nine years of my life not killing anyone, mm-hmm. not raping anyone, not doing anything. Of that sort. It takes so much effort to go out there and be a bad person. You can just exist and you would be considered a good person. It's in, exhausting. In like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that is that is true. Nope. Well, uh, unless unless you unless you serve from any type of prejudice, like you don't just go out there and think that, you know, yeah. s- that mm-hmm. this person is out to do you any type of harm, you know, whether it's like take your money, take your clothes, mm-hmm. like physically harm like, you, stuff like that, you know. Like, like, I, I don't automatically think, you know, I've seen some rough people in my day, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I don't ever mm-hmm. think that I don't ever think that this person that I'm crossing paths with on the sidewalk is going to do something to me. I don't yeah. ever think that, you know, a lot. I have a lot of friends who think who say I'm the most naive person in the world, especially for a black guy who's six foot three, 238 pounds. You know, I actually look like I could, you know, like destroy somebody, you know. But, you know, it's one of those things like I don't throw my weight around and I don't assume anybody else is going to throw their weight around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so final I mean, words. <laughs> yeah. I mean, final words. Look, I I know we spent. What, 55 minutes of this live show talking about this block? I'm sorry that this is your first episode, but <laughs> yeah. this is this is something important that I feel like as a community, as a team, as 
people who we have a lot of people that work with us here at boss rush and um it's it's important to discuss and uh i want to make sure we do better this year of leading the charge of not just being accepting but really pushing uh the world forward and being accepting right like i, I we have like it's not just about video it's- games here it's not like yeah this is our escape this this show is our escape from the weekly pressures of life to come here and have mm-hmm. fun and talk about video games and shows that we're watching and whatever else we want to talk about here. We should not have spent 56 fucking minutes talking about this dumbass who <laughs> waged pretty much waged war on our capital. This is not what I want to do on Saturdays during my free time, right? This is not what I want to do, but here we are and I will make it a priority for us moving forward to not only accept everybody who works with us, but pushing us forward and, and, and just being a better place to be. Yeah. We want to make it a place of acceptance and everybody having fun, but we're not going to accept if you, do, if you are prejudiced, if you want to discriminate, if if you just want to be hateful and doing all of that stuff, don't come here. This is okay. not the show for you. Here, here, here's the place for you. Here's here's the statement, and uh, you know I don't run Boss Rush Games, but I think this statement kind of works. Don't come into our space, you know, to be to be racist. Don't come into our space to sexually harass any of our individuals, whether they be man or woman. Don't come in here and do that. Don't come into our space thinking you can just be an asshole and make your opinion the only opinion. Guess what? We will we will talk and have the conversation because we're a community, but we're not going to accept anyone that's a bully or just or is just a plain outright idiot. We want we want to accept that. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not our space. Like a ghetto bubble say, sit your ass down somewhere before it becomes a problem. Um so. And I think that's really important in gaming um, because of how competitive these the space is and how um, how a, historically a lot of gamers have excluded people that were not like minded mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, people are noobs. Oh, it's a girl gamer, a booby streamer, whatever. And if like, oh, I lost, I'm going to call you every name in the book. You mm-hmm. know, or you're mm-hmm. you're whatever. And that's not right. It's not been right for for a very long time. It's it's a reason why I don't play too many multiplayer games unless I'm with people I know, because I just don't want to hear that crap. Uh, it's tiresome. It's it's immature. It's not healthy. Um, and, and so this kind of conversation is really important that more gamers need to be having mm-hmm. to 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 be seeing the the world that's that's outside of their 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 game room mm-hmm. the way y'all jumped on gamergate should be the same way y'all jump on this yep. yeah yeah i uh I agree so to kind of wrap up this conversation i see it in the twitch chat but i'm going to use it here anyway my, and and also i've heard this a lot my grandma used to tell me this all the time and i don't think it's a very uncommon thing for someone to tell someone else's treat other people how you would want to be treated mm-hmm. um and we are all here to be better. So um, with that, I, I suppose we could transition into video games, right? Like uh, that's yes, why, that's why yes, we're please. here on Saturday, right? So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna jump into <laughs> – I haven't even opened our Google Doc yet because I'm so just <laughs> – 
as we tra- as we transition <laughs> though, thank you to everyone who who sat there and listened to us and was mm-hmm. was with us on the Twitch chat for this. We have the we have one of the biggest turnouts for Twitch, by the way, right now for this show in particular. So thank you yes. to the yeah. ten to thank you. fifteen people who have been popping in and out to listen to this. Yes. This. And I also want to say that uh, uh, for for my first talk again, Corey, you don't have to apologize for that to me. I taught history at a college level for a few years, so this I, I'm I, this I'm comfortable with this. This is this is something that that I uh, I'm used to in in many ways. So yeah, it's a good discussion. I, I'm I'm just sorry I couldn't contribute more. No, it, that's it's, all good. No, 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 Right. There, there should be no more apologizing on this show. This, by the way, everybody, this is the Boss Rush Podcast, the flagship show of the Boss Rush Video Game Podcast Network. <laughs> Each and every week, we come together here with our friends from around the internet to talk about video games and other things and everything we love <laughs> about them. You can find the show on podcast services. Uh, on YouTube and our website every Monday morning. If you like the show, remember to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to us. Check out our entire family of shows on BossRushGames.com. LaRon hosts our PlayStation show, uh, Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast. Ed and Jacob are on Nintendo Power Block. Uh, block. I'm sure you'll be showing up a, a lot more in, in some respects somewhere. Uh, I'd hope so. We, I'd, I'd like that. We welcome a lot of of friends on the show. So uh, I'm also host tower casuals, our destiny show and arsenal X, our Xbox podcast. Boss Rush entertainment's also out there. You can check out land party and all that stuff. I just want to plug everybody's stuff. Uh, land party rope talk, uh, uh, trash talk. I know Logan's got a few other things in the works, like the office review show, which is going to be really interesting. So I want to thank Gall- you guys. Uh- Galatrad and I might be uh, shout out to the Monster Hunter show. Coming exactly. Up. <laughs> oh, you got it's Galatrad gonna gonna be just diving in there. I I, I, I want him. I want him in. Nice. <laughs> I want him. Where's that fan art? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be a meme come Monday. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so we're gonna jump into what we've been playing. Uh, Block, since you're the guest and. Uh, I feel bad for you know you not talking as much. We're gonna go your way first. <laughs> what are, what are you playing this this past week or month or whatever? Forever. Yeah. Uh, so I just started Octopath Traveler. Uh, I've been waiting to to play that, and it went on sale. And I was hoping to get it for Christmas, and I didn't. So oh. so I got it for myself for Christmas. So right after, um, and I was going to start that Wednesday, and then everything all shit went down. <laughs> And so, like, I would I would play for about five minutes, and then I would, I would look at the screen and go, what the hell's going on? Um, so I'm enjoying it. I'm about ten hours in. I have uh, four of the eight uh, travelers. Um, I just finished Dark Cloud 2 uh, for the PlayStation 2. I'm going to be doing a review of that here in about a month. Um it was that had been on my uh, backlog for a while, so got that taken care of. Add um, add, add those Yoshi coins, Ed. <laughs> uh, so that's for Yoshi coins because Dark Cloud was uh, published by Sony. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> um, so I finished Dark Cloud recently. I finished uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses on Tuesday night. That's another uh, for Yoshi coins. Oh, well, hey, I'm going to rack up on these. 
Watt's um, already in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I so I, I mainly play my Switch when I'm watching my uh, 15 month old as he terrorizes my house. Mm. <laughs> and um, but I can't record Octopath for whatever reason. It won't let me. Um, it's like this software can't be recorded. I'm like okay. So I have to play it on my TV, which is fine. Uh, so I just started um, a uh, kind of a budget title, Goblin Sword, um, that I got. Uh, for yeah, I got that on Switch, too. It's a cool game. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It, it has a, um, you know, my first thought was something like Castlevania or, you know, those those eight 16-bit type of action. You know, uh, yeah. I was I was thinking of uh, Sega, some Monster World, uh, Wonder Boy, and Monster Land. Yeah, yeah, it has also, that appeal to it. Yeah, and it also has a an old PC platform, getting like Jazz yeah. Jack Rabbit, uh, those type of games. It's very simple. Um, a little bit of Wario Land too, because there's a lot of concentration on just finding treasure. Mm. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it for for a, a 99 cent game. It's a uh, it's going okay. Um, and then lastly, I've been playing for about two months now, very off and on, uh, Titan Quest on my PC. Um, oh, man, old school. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to trying to cover a, a, um, a large um, range of, of games, but right now I've fallen into mainly RPGs. It's just how it's lined up. But there, there was a rumor. There was a rumor that there was a remake happening of Titan Quest. I don't. I but think it's, it's on been Switch. It's on Switch. Well, yeah, I, I think so, so. When I when I started it, I, I had it on my um the like anniversary edition on my PC for a while. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's what I had originally. And I, so I started that up, and then like a week later, um, I was I was at one of the um. I was at Meyer, if you know what that store is, and they had a lot of budget games that they were throwing away. And I was looking through the bin, and you know, and then I saw Titan Quest on Xbox One, and they had it on Switch. I was like, "What?" Like I didn't even know they were on there, and apparently they are slightly uh, remade, updated mm. versions. They're they're different from the anniversary. So there's three versions of Titan Quest out there. Oh, Which wow. one am I playing? You know, yeah, this would be one of those. Tune in and guess. Um, it's the anniversary. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, uh, and, and lastly, I'll be starting this coming week uh, Star Fox Adventures on Ooh. the GameCube. Ugh, I do not like that fourth dungeon in that game. Ugh. I, I've never played it. I've, I've had it for a while. It'll be on my Treasure Treasure series. Where I look at uh, lesser-known games to see like, how do they hold up? Are they are they, they even don't good? hold up? At no, Star Fox all. Adventures is amazing. You shut your mouth, Ed. It absolutely, <laughs> is amazing. We're going to have you shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. No, not not while the non-Nintendo guys on here though. Like to say that say that for Palvot. <laughs> yeah, this seems like a Palvot conversation. You shut your mouth. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's I'm, right I'm excited for you to play Star Fox Adventures. I'm excited to get into it. I, I've, I I turned it on to make sure my copy worked, you know. And as long as uh, you're uh, not going in there expecting a Star Fox game, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, twenty some years after the fact, I uh, I, I don't think I'll be too disappointed. Mm-hmm. 
It'll my, be on me if I was. <laughs> my Nintendo 64 box still has the Dinosaur Planet art on the back of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> which is awesome. So, uh, so uh, man, you played a lot. I feel like I'm underprepared, and I thought I had a lot to talk about today. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, man. So, uh, Laron, what are you playing? All right, um, let's start with it. Let's get the big one out of the way first. Cyberpunk 2077. I'm playing it on PC right now. Uh, that is was one of the current games I'm playing right now. Um, I'm tackling the Final Fantasy VII remake on um, PlayStation 5 uh, because uh, I don't have a PS4 Pro, so there was no point in getting it back then. <laughs> um, on Switch, I am playing Fire Emblem Three Houses right now, and I would be doing everybody a disservice as I didn't at least say I was dabbling in the Monster Hunter Rise demo right now. So yeah, I'm 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 diving into a whole bunch of, well i'll be diving into a lot more of it today and uh and to round everything out uh i'm also playing a mobile game called teppin which is which is uh published by capcom uh is basically a card game so think of hearthstone and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that stuff uh, it's got the capcom it's got the capcom franchises in there so it, it's fun it's been my t- it's been my time waster when i don't want to have a console or a controller in my hand and uh that's that's pretty much it uh i can't wait for monster hunter <laughs> I, I can't wait I can, <laughs> and, and can i say uh can i say thank you Laurent, for giving me that link to get the uh collector's edition oh yeah uh, right oh, thank you very much oh yeah yeah you're welcome because uh because um it's no longer available for pre-order what what's in the collector's edition uh, you it's it's the nine nine it's a ninety nine dollar bundle. You get everything that the deluxe edition has. Plus, you get uh you get the uh the the Magnamalo Amiibo, which is actually different from the one that's actually going to be on sale to the general public. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I like the Amiibos, and I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I didn't pre order it then. But you know what? I have a funny feeling I'll be able to get that Amiibo. You know, probably won't spend much more than forty bucks for it. So I I think I, I think I'll be all right. I just had I just need to make sure to keep my eye out for it. Because I do like the Monster Hunter amiibos. I got the I got all the ones for uh I got all the ones for the original Monster Hunter stories. Mm, yeah. I'm so jealous. <laughs> mm, mm. I downloaded the demo for Rise, uh, finally. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play it a little bit tonight. I might stream it tonight actually. How are you um How are you capturing the content? You uh, what type of ca- capture card do you have? Uh, I have a Elgato HD sixty S plus, uh, uh-huh. which is the which no i have the hd 60 s because mm-hmm. the s plus has 4k 60 pass through this one does not mm-hmm. have 4k pass through uh oh, okay so uh i'm you know i'll probably i mean i have it hooked my switch dock hooked up i have i have three switch docks i have one <laughs> have one in my living room i have one in my Ooh. office and i have one in the bedroom so well given uh, that given that they're, given that they're phasing those out can i buy one from you there are like they're all out Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I walked into a store and I just happened to notice. I was like, "Hey, they don't have switch docks mm-hmm. anymore." Yeah, uh, that's because I the mean, Switch Pro is coming. It is. Or the or the Ola. I think that's what the code name is right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we will not discuss that. Yes, we will. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I will. I will just pull Dan back on our show and we'll talk about it. There, it'd be the crossroads. <laughs> it'd be the crossroads Nintendo show that day. The official <laughs> Switch dock is still up on Amazon right now. For you how can much? Also, it, I mean, for it's how much? full price, a hundred bucks. I'll send you the link. You can buy it directly from Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Or you can buy the. What? Hold on. This isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it showing a Switch dock here for? F- 
It's fifty. It says fifty-five dollars, but there's no on Amazon. Yeah, there's no cords with it. It's just the dock. It's fifty-five dollars. Oh. Oh. You'd have to buy an AC adapter for twenty bucks and an HDMI cord for however much money. Oh, I'm, so it's technically I'm, I'm, cheaper, but I'm an IT guy. I have a multitude of HDMI cables. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an IT guy, and I have a multitude of HDMI cables. Yeah. So. Let me tell you, there's about six of them laying on the floor under my feet that you can't see. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, a shoebox full. There's about six or seven. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, HDMI man. Gotta new, gotta get those new got, AV cords. No, you gotta get you gotta get those new. Uh, yeah. Speaking of AV cords, I have like just this big Tupperware thing downstairs, just full of just composite cables that. Where did these come from? What are they used for? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like, I have one set for my NES that I don't use anymore. But why do I have forty thousand composite cables? So, uh, is that all you're playing the run? You don't want to talk about that Monster Hunter Rise demo at all? Oh, well, I mean, I, 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 I do, uh, but I, we don't want to waste the entire show of me geeking out about Monster Hunter. I, I, I mean, me, hey, Jacob and I can take. I over mean, the rest we of the show. we have two listener questions, and one of them is games we're looking forward to that have been announced. Maybe we'll just talk about it there. Okay. So, uh, Jacob, what are you playing? Well, I'm playing Monster Hunter. No, I'm playing the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Um, I am playing more Immortals: Phoenix Rising. And Animal Crossing still every single day. But Immortals Phoenix Rising, I talked about a little bit a couple weeks ago. It wasn't really fully jiving with me because it felt like a Ubisoft game that just wasn't quite there yet. And Mm -hmm. they'll make it into a series. And then on like the second or third game, it'll be perfect. But man, the more that I play that game, the more that I want to play that game. The more that I wish I was just playing that game. I just beat, uh, I just released um, Aphrodite. And I've been kind of running around collecting all the collectibles in her area. And I'm about mm-hmm. to, today after the podcast, I'm going to stream and I'm going to be going towards the next the next god to rescue. Where are you going to stream so, at? At twitch.tv slash Galatrad. Subscribe, nice. follow, um, click the heart. Absolutely. Sub- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the heart. Hit the notification bell. There's not even one I need to, I, I need to add you to our auto host list uh, for Boss Rush. You might be there, but I need to add you there. I appreciate it. Um, and then I've also been playing a little bit of Pokemon. I I recently, just before the year ended, I beat the main campaign of Pokemon Sword. And now I'm starting to like dip my toes into the DLC. Uh, nice. And, and it's I'm having fun with it. I've got my little Kung Fu uh bear thing i named him i named him uh dijon because you get him from a guy named (laughs) mustard so that's great and then i've also been playing um super mario the original super mario brothers on the super mario game and watch that was released for the 35th anniversary because my my uh claim to shame is that i've never beaten any of the original three super mario <gasps> brothers are you oh. are you for real oh, yeah no. i've never i've never beaten them and it's so it's so funny because like my girlfriend we were like we were laying in bed and she just like booted them up on the switch the switch uh for like the whatever yeah the Maybe. switch online yes, virtual so. console thing mm-hmm. they have and she beat all three of them i think in like one sitting that evening and Same. i'm like i whoa, still have whoa, whoa she's yeah. hard she's hardcore 
So maybe she, I know. And maybe I'm she should be on it. this podcast and not you. Oh, I know. <laughs> she should. She does she deserves it. But yeah, that's my that's my claim to shame, so I'm trying to get rid of that so that I can be a Nintendo fan again. Are you doing are you doing all thirty two levels? Or mm-hmm. uh... Yeah, that's the thing is because like I still have never even beaten it using the warp pipes, but I'm trying to not do any of the warps or anything like that. I'm trying to just go through every level and experience everything it's got to offer. Did we have this discussion? Uh, uh, I, I might have had a discussion. People could easily beat Bloodborne, but they can't beat Super Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny. You know, it's, I, I, I can say I've beaten, I've beaten each of the classic Mario games without, without using the warps once. I've only beaten them once in a straight playthrough. Every other time I played it has been with the warp zones. Like I, I refuse. Like there's like Mario Three by itself is redonkulous. It's yeah. so fun though. That whole well, that whole game is so fun. I think that once you beat the full game all the way through without any warps, that that's what the warps are for, right? Yeah. You can be like, oh well I want to jump into there was no level select. So it's I want to jump into to world four just get through these first two even, even though i will say mario 2 is probably the mario 2 is probably the one i had the most fun with by just playing it front to back you know mm-hmm. it's like it's only, it's only it's only three zones per yeah it's three zones yeah. right yeah it's yeah. only three zones so you know like they they simplified it thank god but you know <laughs> the game where you barely use mario throughout any of the levels yeah yeah uh, but, uh, yeah that's what that's what i've been up to nice the first Mario was the first game I ever completed. I was about five years old. Nice. Back when we had the patience for that stuff. Like now, yeah. nowadays, like I don't have the patience for all that stuff. I mm-hmm. like, 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 wait, I jumped, I jumped on this Goomba and a spike and a spiny dropped on my head. I, I don't have the time. Just turn, turn this crap off. <laughs> I don't even remember the last game I completed. To be a hundred percent honest, with you. <laughs> Destiny. That's that's that doesn't count. Dude, the last, the last game I completed was Miles Morales. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. That's my goal this year is to complete some games. I think actually, I think the last game I fully beat was like in February or March of last year. I think it was like I don't know Hellblade or something. Hellblade, yeah, I think something, it did. Or Gears Five might have been. Uh, huh. it, I'm not sure. I don't remember. But Ed, what are you playing? Uh, so for Xbox One, I'm playing Superbook 2077, um, but I also picked up Tell Me Why um, and uh, Hitman 2. So I will be playing that. Um, I also um, bought Hitman 2, and it was on sale this past week. It's, that was a really good sale they had. I, for actually, I think I I bought the gold edition of 1 uh-huh. and the gold edition of 2, which I guess if 1 is totally playable in 2. And actually, when 3 comes out, all three of them will be playable inside 3. If you own the first two, are you doing it on uh, Xbox for uh, yeah? For him, I might do. I might do the Switch um, one because I still want to do Switch Control. The streaming one, Hitman Three stream thing. Yeah, I might actually do for for uh, Series X and um, Switch because I because I still want to get Control for a Switch and see how that is. It felt so smooth for that dude. It was so smooth. That streaming stuff was so smooth. I was yeah, I was yeah. floored. That game the control ran better on Switch for me than it did on Xbox One X. I'm just gonna yeah. throw that out there. It was I've heard that. Uh, hmm. That's that's because it was the magic trick of using somebody else's servers. The you're right. This someone yeah. else's hard someone else's hardware was running. It. You know, Laron, you know, you're it, right. I I was I'm not I'm not debating that fact. But, exactly. <laughs> uh, There's a story on Nintendo Life about that. It was really good. 
Um, uh, so, uh, oh, just cloud gaming just kind of scares me, especially like switches cloud gaming. Uh-huh. It kind of, it kind of scares me because, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, you, you spend this money and then the servers can be taken down mm-hmm. and you, you lost your money. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are just shocked that it's, it's happening, you know, that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. big games could come to switch like this. Also, then, I think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Nintendo's okay. ever going to go that way fully, right? Like, I just mm. think it's I a way. To, so I think it's just a way to get these third-party games on board for mm. now until the Switch Pro comes out in April, which I will be in line for. Uh, but Nintendo's going to do what they're going to do. They're going to. They're going to. They're going to release. An, uh, they're going to release a next-gen console that will be playing last generation's games. That's, yep. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's how they've been doing it since the Wii. So I mean, uh, but I'm. To be to be fair though. I played through Doom 2016 and Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch, and it was perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, fine is the keyword. Fine. <laughs> so, uh, PlayStation 4, I'm doing Final Fantasy 7 Remake. I am at Midgar. Well, no, um, me and Aerith is about to go into the Wall City. Um, mm-hmm. Wall where- Market. Yeah, the Wall Market. We're about to go into there. That game looks beautiful. Yeah. Music is so good. Oh, go ahead, Leron. It, I was about Final Fantasy VII the remake. I'm, I, I played so much of the original Final Fantasy VII, and I, I understand that like her name in the in that game was a was a monumental typo. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but <laughs> I I have the hardest time saying Aerith. I just say Aerith yeah. because it just flows off yeah. the tongue so yeah. much easier. <laughs> I actually I've re-downloaded been... the original Final Fantasy VII to Switch because I've never really fully engaged with that game mm, so i yeah. my first final fantasy was nine and then i went yes. i went nine ten eight seven was the order i played the six in. five four three two one uh, <laughs> you, need to, yeah. you, need, you need to come you need to, i i've I been mean to ask you Corey, when you come to crossroads because uh one of, one of the things we do all the time is uh they bait me into talking about how much i hate final fantasy eight Thank you, Laurent, because I do too. <laughs> I love Final Fantasy VIII. It's one that's, of... that's for me, and it's just it, it, that one's my favorite, just because it it came out at a time where I was in, you know, I was an angsty teenager, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, you know, and I was I was really a loner, and Squall really appealed to me in that way of just trying to find friendship and trying to fit in and trying to to do all of this and so just but i can understand the criticisms but but for me mm-hmm. it just it impacted me i think it was just a game for the time mm-hmm. like I, it was for the time if, so i get a lot of nostalgia from i think for, for me it was like the weapon system and the junction system yeah the like, junction system the, the junction yeah. system really is not great no also it, it has the worst side quest of all time <laughs> which side quest is that the uh the one I think it's the one to get the ultima weapon for oh yes where it's like yes. it's like a, a hundred step process Ooh. yeah yeah oh. yeah yeah so yeah, I, I thought I, you were I, gonna I, I thought you were gonna say the card game I'm like no shut your mouth no no no, no. I, I, love, card I love the card game it's incredible that's the redeeming uh, quality of that game for me yeah I'm going to be installing Yakuza like a dragon for PS4 um going to be hopping back into also Spider Man the to get that i've been wanting to play neo also because a lot of people have been playing and i'm like yeah i need to work with this well that special um, for, edition comes out soon so yeah uh, yeah um for switch the Monster on the rise demo uh streets of rage 4 i've been jumping into i picked up uh among us um 
I am working through Paper Mario the Origami King. Get mad this game. I'm so lucky that I made it my game of the year. But you guys will have to watch Nintendo Power Block because Jacob, Dan, and uh and David was floored. You have to watch the episode to understand why. <laughs> um that that was just a mind boggling one. But yeah, Paper Mario the Origami King. And I I brought this because this is the Ori and the Blind Forest connection. Um is that the Switch this, one? Yes, this is the uh 8-bit one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 8-bit. So this one has uh the stained glass. The stained Ooh. glass uh, a book and it has the physical versions of Ori 1 and Ori 2. Ooh, that box and, art's really cool looking. Yes. And uh, then it has this pin also. Um, I'm surprised that I got it because I did get noticed that a lot of people were going to get their, their stuff delayed due to the, uh, the pandemic, but they've been working really hard trying to get it out and it just showed up. And it's a really nice box. Um, I have the Ori 2 collection also on uh xbox um so i really wanted to show this because i'm very happy and then i'm getting uh uh shadow cast for switch later on um last but not least bionic commando for uh pc uh we right. um i can tell you this Laurent. i mm-hmm. use my joy uh my, my pros my pro controller i think we talked about this i use my pro controller for it I need to. I might need to play some more PC games like this <laughs> using the Pro Controller. I was just like I was having fun. I wasn't having no problems. Um, really enjoying this game. So I would do to be doing that. Last but not least, also playing Transistor on Switch. And I'm not. I'm still not feeling it. I really think that Hades is just so much better. I think. I think well, Transistor is their, is their new new game. That's why. Yeah, and Transistor was like their kind of move away from bastion to try something new and you know i mean some it hit for some people i mean i think i feel like transistor is still one of their most i mean controversial is a strong term but you know like that's the one that people are most divided on i think is transistor i think everybody a lot of people really liked pyre i think bastion was is still really high on a lot of people's list and obviously hades a lot of people love it which i actually downloaded for switch finally uh but and I gotta, I gotta finish Bastion. I got it on Switch also. Um, last but not least, also, um, I'm streaming Mega Man X. Um, and man, I may have to re, I may have to rebuy this game on PS4 or Xbox. I mean, or on Switch, because I do not like the Xbox controller for these Mega Man games. No. Yeah. Um, but uh, I am doing that. I was showing Dan because Dan never played the Mega Man X series. And he wanted to see, so I was showing them a little bit, little bit about that. So, but that's all I'm playing for right now. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That <laughs> always brings like a list of forty-seven games to the show, and I'm just Shoot, like, I'm gonna go take Cross a nap Rose. while he's talking. <laughs> you should have seen Crossroads. Too. He go. he and edited like, Crossroads, <laughs> and I had like thirty-five games. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I'm, I'm still playing Destiny. Uh. The last uh, major content drop of the season happened this past week. Uh, haven't started it yet, but I've been playing some Iron Banner, and uh, I, they have really cool helmets this this time around. So I'm trying to trying to get that helmet for my Titan. So, uh, <laughs> but the the Ascendant Hunter quest has dropped, which is uh, there's a lot of theories about where this is leading into the next season of Destiny. So it's. Uh, you, Tower Casuals are going to be very busy and uh, very lore heavy in the next couple weeks, so you can just uh, check that out. 
I did I did enjoy the latest episode. I really like the lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys were talking about really, really good. Thanks, Ed. Thanks. You mean what Josh did and I was just like contributing in small ways? <laughs> well, I was joining the conversation. I love Destiny, but the way Josh talks about Destiny makes me feel like I am incompetent on every level to, <laughs> to even be on that show. <laughs> uh, you love the game. You love the experience. And that's do. good enough. That's fair. Uh, I've been playing. I've been playing Cyberpunk. I'm trying to wrap that up so I can move on to something else. Uh, talk about a game that opened with such a bang. Like that first, yeah. that the intro stuff was so great, and then like kind of the Johnny Silverhand mission in between was good. Mm-hmm. But just some of the stuff I'm doing now just kind of feels like go here, press a button, shoot some it's- guys. Starting to feel like ultimate filler, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To the yeah. point, to the point where I'm just like, I might turn the difficulty level down and just b- blow just through the main the story yeah. at this point. It, that's that's what I was going to ask you, Duran. Are you doing a lot of the side missions, or do you get to the point where you just want to finish the game? Because I, I don't know I, if I, I'm an explorer, so I I do all that crap. I, yeah. I am. That's I just mm-hmm. waste so much time. You know, playing games like I could, I could have probably already been done with Cyberpunk by now. Like I, I got it as soon as it, I got it as soon as it dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm at, I'm at the point where like if I, if I'm gonna play this game again, I'm gonna wait for the Series X and and PS5 patches to Patch. to mm-hmm. and, and try to play it somewhat differently or wait till the DLC comes out or something. Uh, be, uh, I, it's not that I'm not enjoying my time with it. I just really like I'm I'm ready for it to 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 be over and uh move on to because like i still have assassin's creed i still have immortals i want to play i still have uh a couple of these other game pass games that i really want to play so uh, i still want to finish the hive busters dlc for gears which i'm an hour and a half into and it's only three hours long i need <laughs> so. to yeah i need to i think i need to reinstall gears by because i really uh, want to play it i heard a lot of good things about that dlc yeah it's good it's not like the greatest thing gears has ever put out but it's like a nice mm-hmm. distraction with more you know more gears if you like gears but you're into like the the wild dumb side of gears and not the storytelling mm-hmm. side of gears this is this is perfect for that you know so uh the characters are wild though they're they're cool uh but on switch i'm actually playing uh i've been playing a little bit more of immortals phoenix rising uh i'm not very far in i just i do like where that game is going uh but Jacob, like you said, I probably should have purchased it on Xbox and not the Switch. But it was on sale on Switch, and I had a Switch gift card. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah, wrong with Plus, I can play it in handheld mode, and it, you know, uh, I'm actually playing Xenoblade Chronicles two. So I just got to like the first kind of main area where you're going to explore and looking for gramps and then the scene with gramps happens and uh that's where i'm at it's probably like four three four hours in mm-hmm. uh probably less than that but i like to explore like the towns and stuff so uh, i've been wanting to replay it for some reason i don't know why i've been getting that that xenoblade i know itch and well, I, I almost restarted it and and i said no i don't need to add another hundred hour game to, yeah. to i just i just need to grind and uh finish it i think i'm halfway through i don't think i'm close to the end just need to grind to finish it uh, i haven't played xenoblade chronicles 2 either but 
hearing something the thing with Gramps happens makes me think that I don't want to play it because I'm going to get all sad. It's not. It's actually it, well. All right. Well, I, I don't care. Spoilers for a four-year-old game in the first three hours of a 120-hour RPG. Uh, you know, you, you go down and you do this mission and, like, some people kind of screw you over and you have to fight them. And then you get blasted off and, you like, Gramps is a, is, a, is the titan that you live on, right? You, you have a house on his okay. back and he's basically, like, your mentor and your best friend or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And he ends up, you know, dying, right? But no, it's not sad at all. No, but he, it, but instead of dying, like he ha- he's like an elder Titan. So like he reverts back to his quote unquote larval state and he becomes this little like cat type thing that follows you around and okay. then it becomes so your he, mascot companion. Yeah. So <laughs> he's uh like, it just, it's just like this really comedic moment where Rex is like crying his eyes out because Gramps died. And then he turns into this little cat monster thing. <laughs> It's just really funny. <laughs> he's like, I saw you crying. He's like, it's funny. It was really funny. Uh, he's like, how long until you, he's like, how long do you, until you turn back into, uh, you know, the big Titan thing? And he's like, uh, well, judging by the state I'm in now, no, nothing short of like 350 years. And Rex is like, <laughs> Rex is like, 350 years, I'm going to be long dead. Where am I supposed to live? <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny it was it was cute uh, yeah. so that's where I'm at in Xenoblade uh, but the last thing last two things actually Super Meat Boy Forever I've been playing uh, just like one or two levels before I go to bed Is it, should I pick it up I mean if you're into like okay so Super Meat Boy is like a super challenging platformer this is the sequel to that but they turned it into an automatic runner uh, so you're always moving and you have to like, it's more of like a, almost like a rhythm and a puzzle game than a platformer. Okay. Uh, so if you're into, you know, puzzle based platforming games where you're always running, then yes, I would pick it up. Uh, if you're not, then I wouldn't like it. I love it. I love it. I think it's amazing. I think it's, it's one of the best games I played last year. Uh, and I'm still playing it, but, um, it, it just it depends on your preference of platforming is all. Okay. Um, and then lastly, Ed, you'll be happy to know that I have started. I, well, I've restarted. I I was looking through my Switch games list. And I'm like, what game do I really need to finish this year that I was really excited for and never finished? And that was Shovel Knight King of Cards. <laughs> I'm finally playing through King of Cards. So yes. Uh, that's kind of it. That's that's all I've been playing. Uh, we do have a couple listener questions here. Um, where did the doc go? I deleted it. Look at me. I'm. I got it, Corey. I, got I don't it care. No, Ed. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you can email the show at bossrushgamespro at gmail dot com or follow us on Twitter at bossrushnetwork or join our Discord. Uh, we're really pushing our Discord this year. We want. We want that Discord to grow. Uh, the link is in the show notes. If you are listening on podcast services, just click that link. You'll be invited in. Join the fun. It's a good time. Uh, it's also in the links on all of our uh, Twitter handles. So go check it out. Real fun. Uh, our first question comes from Ashley Davidson. She says, hey, guys, what big franchises do you think will get major announcements in 2021? 
Let's see, Legend of Zelda, Metroid. Those are all <laughs> um, announced, though. There, there hasn't been anything concrete. I don't think for any of those. Metro, Metro, they're, is not, they're in Metro, development. Yeah, Metro is going to be a long time because they're getting their new buildings. Well, they're still gathering talent. Well, if you so talk they, about if you talk about Metroid, so, there could be an HD trilogy or a Samus Returns Switch port or a you know that a, weird two D. Like games, yeah. Give me a Samus. Give me a Samus runs. Uh, give me a Samus returns. Uh, a Switch port. I'll, I'll definitely take that because I I really don't turn my 3ds on anymore at this point. I already put so, it yes. st- I put my 3ds away finally. Yeah, like I and, and you know, give me give me a Super Metroid update in the in the vein of Metroid Zero Mission, which technically Metroid Zero Mission was a Super Metroid update for, for Metroid. But you know, you get what I'm you get what I'm you know, speed up that game. Like I love Super Metroid. Super Metroid is one of my favorite games, but speed up that game i've already said it's just we do the whole game like we make the whole game well i i mean you know here's the here's the we we talked about this a while back and um and it it came to my it came to my head later but metroid fusion is basically just picked up just picked up a beat from super metroid because super metroid had that that kind of like mystery survival horror Mm -hmm. aspect to it like you mm-hmm. know, you you wind up getting dropped in areas where it's absolutely dark and stuff, and you got, and you're like, okay, where am I at? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, right. It had it had a thing going on, but um, but yeah, those uh, big franchises, yeah, Zelda, Metroid, and that's just me. That's just my Nintendo fan coming out right there. You know, um, you know, shoot, uh, all the Sony stuff, all the Sony stuff that I that I love. You know, they've they've got announcements for so they say so, you know unless they surprise me even though i just saw in the news just recently the kill zone the kill zone website got taken mm-hmm. down and i was saying on crossroads last week that uh it'd be awesome if they actually said hey kill zone's coming back for ps5 you know i think resistance is the first person shooter that's coming back for ps5 personally yeah. just the way insomniac's been tweeting yeah. stuff like plus that would be i don't know i feel like that game was it, it had it like the well not like the order but like kind of like the order where it had a lot of really great ideas and they just weren't, you know, mm-hmm. they just, they, they just didn't quite get there. You know, I, right. I really feel like Warhawk and SOCOM would be better to come. I mean, uh, I still think SOCOM's coming as like a free to play seasonal yeah. style thing to combat Halo's free multiplayer. And to, and to, and then step on the toes of call of duty. I think SOCOM, SOCOM. Yes. Warhawk. I don't think so. Cause we haven't seen a Warhawk title since PS2. Well, no, Starhawk Starhawk was like a spiritual wait, successor Starhawk, on PS3. Wait, Starhawk is mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. I think still yeah, I it's think PS3 it, though. And I think Warhawk was just a fun game when it came out and Starhawk probably was. I think they just it just dropped off the radar and I wonder if people are still looking for it again or willing to give it a chance. Square, stop playing games of us and give us a real a, a real sequel to Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions. Give us a yes. real sequel to Chrono Trigger because Chrono Cross is garbage. No, 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 no. no. Chrono Cross Chrono, is great. No, here's the thing about here's, shut your here's mouth. My, this is here's the thing about here's the thing I say about Chrono Trigger getting a sequel. Chrono Trigger is like a big time loop, so I feel like the first game technically should have been a one and done, in my opinion. If in Japan, and I love. I love I love Chrono Trigger too. That's one of my that's one of my all time favorite Square Square Enix RPGs. Well, Square yeah. RPGs, you know, if you want to, I, I just call the whole company Square Enix. Yeah. There was uh, like a, a half game that came after Chrono Trigger, like Rainbow something, um, that came out in Japan that never came here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, we're Chrono probably we're, we're probably better without it. We're probably. And then there was that it. phone game, like the Cat in Time or something. 
Oh yeah, I, I can't remember the name. And it was by the same uh, uh, writer and director and the composer and all of that. But it was it was a free to play phone game. I'm like, no, what are you doing? Don't. What did they do? I played it for about a minute, and and uh, and I and then I want I, like I wanted to play it on my console. I didn't want to play it on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know for me to, for this question, Arms Two for Switch. Oh, no. Uh, no, uh, no, don't bring that back. <laughs> I'm, just, oh. I'm just saying that for, for Switch. Um, SOCOM, I was going to say for for PlayStation and for uh, Xbox. Um, I think. Uh, uh, I think Killer Instinct Two was gonna come, maybe announced. Maybe I'm the boring gamer because, like, I I just I I just want the stuff that's already been announced. Yeah. I'm the boring gamer. I, I you know maybe I've lost my imagination, and that's crazy because I'm a writer. I've lost my imagination, so here I am sitting up here like, you know, uh, I mean, the, <laughs> the two big things for me on on an, on the Nintendo side would probably be like a Mario Kart Nine and uh, like I. No, no offense to Mario Kart 8, it's a fantastic game, but I've been playing that game for almost seven years now, right? If you include mm-hmm. the Wii U version, like it, mm-hmm. it's, I, it's that, a money maker. I'm so ready for new Mario Kart tracks, and I don't care. Like if Nintendo had had a platform like Xbox Live, Mario Kart would be a platform, and you could just like it would be free to play, and you would have like season passes and uh you know battle passes and cosmetics for all the characters, and like I don't think. I don't think Cat Mario, Silver Mario, Mario, and Dr. Mario all need to be the different characters on the Mario Kart character select screen, right? Like that does that, <laughs> that that's not a thing, right? Like you could you could have like you there's so much you could do smartly with that platform to get people involved, make more money than you're making now selling a $60 game. Uh although I know a lot of people like to go in and buy the carts for Nintendo games, so maybe you sell a a $40 bundle that includes the first two season passes or just have like exclusive cosmetics to the physical version or something. But like Mario Kart as a platform should just be a thing at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is there's Mario Kart mobile. Yeah. Mm. You ruined that. You just ruined Mario Kart for me. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot I Mario want... Kart tour existed to be a hundred percent honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The only good Mario Kart game is a Mario Kart game is in the garbage. I'm Ooh. sorry. Double Dash is great. Still. Nope. Nope. Did you play Double Dash, Laura? Yes. I, 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 uh, when Double Dash was, when Double Dash was a thing, I lived with a house full of Nintendo fans. And yeah, like we, like we all got together and I was like, you know what? This is, this is just as much as I remembered it. So, you know, screw this, screw Mario Party until this recent one came out. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm hearing is that Laron is not good at Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. I'll admit that I'm not good at I'm not good at Mario Kart. But but you know even you know even people who aren't good at games can still enjoy them. And I, <laughs> I it's never a fun time for me. So some games that I'm I'm hoping will get released or or announced or something for the past few years I feel like survival horror. Is making a really big comeback again, like we like we saw in the late '90s, early 2000s. And then it just kind of died away, you know. And I feel like Resident Evil was even on the ropes there for a while, <laughs> until you know Seven and and uh, and all of that that kind of redeemed um, the Resident Evil franchise because you know after Five and Six and and some of the spinoffs, it was 
it was hurting. So, you know, I would love to see, of course, Silent Hill has, has been in desperate need of a really good new game. Um, we haven't had one of those in a long time. Um, and then, you know, Parasite Eve, I feel like the, the a lot of fans have really been wanting something from Parasite Eve. It, it's, a lot of people are discovering it, I think, now. Mm-hmm. And that would be something wonderful. Um, Shadow Hearts is another RPG or franchise that I think could really make an impact now. Who did Shadow Heart? Was that Square? No, no. That was I have. I can look. Was it was it Midway? No. Hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. Hold on. I loved Shadow Hearts. That first game was amazing. Shadow Hearts was. You have Kaldeka. Which was the spiritual that predecessor one. on the PlayStation One, hmm. um, and it was it was really great. Those can work. Um, and then the other major ones that I can think of would be Dino Crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, imagine a Dino Crisis game like Resident Evil Two Three Remake. That would be amazing. Ooh. I'd be well, all I, over well, that. I know that, right that'd now. be harrowing. Yeah, <laughs> and then Clock Tower with you know, modern game conventions because we've had so many games, especially on PC where you you can't attack or you have very limited attack and you're hiding from a monster and you're hiding under the bed and stuff like that. Clock tower would be wonderful as a VR like game or something on PC. Um, And then dead space, of course, we have the list of projects. Yeah, we, we, so we have something similar to to Dead Space coming out. I'd love to see more of that. Uh, you know, that's already been announced. But I think survival horror would be would be really great right now. Um, well, we uh, have. The, I know the medium is this month. The medium. Yeah. That yeah was do, we, evil. do we know what that survival horror? Or is that just some whacked out adventure game? It looks like a survival horror mixed adventure. Um, I know there's a new gameplay demo out, but by the looks of it, I just put in the and survival horror. There's been some people that worked on um, the original Silent Hill uh, games that have worked on the medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it was that that transitioning of of the worlds and stuff like that. I think it'll have a little bit of that, but I don't know. Um, I, I, I haven't looked at the gameplay. I haven't looked at the demo. Um, so I don't know exactly how much of a survival horror it is, but certainly horror. And, um, and I like the, the, the dual world aspect and, and talking with the dead and exploring the world of the dead. Yeah. I, uh, I guess on the Xbox side of things, they've pretty much laid out everything that they're doing right for now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they could go second party like they did with with the Battletoads developer and do something with. I would I would really like to see something with Banjo or Conquer come back personally, but uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they could go some third party route with that, like even with like the new the Super Lucky's Tale devs or someone like yeah. that to maybe. I don't know. Maybe have just more. breathe life into those, yeah. those franchises because they're sitting on a gold mine on all of those old rare. Uh, franchises. I mean, Battletoads, of course, and Banjo Kazooie. But then you have like Jet Force Gemini, right? You yes. know, imagine that. You know, with like Gears type of gameplay or something, it mm-hmm. would work. Yeah. Um, you know, it maybe add a little bit more platforming, but it was still. You could almost make Jet Force Gemini like Vanquish or something. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it could easily be done. Um, you know, and, and I think you already have the name out there. You already have the backing of Rare. I mean, Rare sells games alone. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah. Um, I mean, look and, at Sea of Thieves. Look how big that game has gotten. You know. Yeah. But you. But at the thing with Jeff vs. Gemini is who's going to do it because, like, I I think I asked you, Corey, about that. Like, with Rare games, get, since a lot of their properties get been platinum going to, to like, do it. Sign a deal with Platinum. I think that would bring goodwill to Platinum and Xbox fans because, like, just because of the scale-bound, you know, cancellation. Like, mm-hmm. I think if Microsoft could somehow strike a deal with Platinum to bring goodwill back to Xbox players who are you really enjoy Japanese games, like, I, I think you could get Platinum to do Jet Force Gemini in the in a, in some sort of vein of Vanquish or something. I think it would be really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. so. That's a concept. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, they and they did also Metal Gear uh, Rising Revenge. Or, so. or look at Astral Chain. Look how successful that was. Oh. Like Platinum could do a, a Jet Force Gemini Astral Chain style game too, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many things you can do a, with that. I think there's a fear of with all of those old series. I think there's a fear of bringing it back and doing it wrong, mm-hmm. and they. Look, killing at a, this, like stabbing a dead franchise at this point. Yeah, but at this point, I think Microsoft just has to look at their games in outside of Gears and Forza. I think I think anything is on the table where you say, "Look, we just have to make a good game," and it, it, that has to be enough at this point. Because I'm tired of people saying this is what Halo should be, and there's like 47 different concepts for Halo. I'm tired of people mm-hmm. saying this is what Perfect Dark needs to be. This is what Fable needs to be. Just make a good game in the vein. Like, make it, like, I don't know. Make it have little Easter eggs to the old games, but just make them their own thing. It's 2021. It's not 2003 mm-hmm. anymore, right? They, they, you know, even even older for rare games. Like, just make a great game. Banjo just has to, Banjo and Conquer just need to be comedic pl- collect-a-thon platformers that are mm-hmm. really solid platformers. They don't need to be Mario quality platformers, especially with Game Pass, right? You can just mm-hmm. say, hey, there's a new Conquer game on Game Pass. There's a new Banjo game on Game Pass. Look, we're getting Psychonauts in, in probably within the next three months, right? Like, mm-hmm. as long as Psychonauts is good, people are going to appreciate it that it exists and play it and have fun with well, it, right? Like, and that, yeah. that's something I've and actually it- been thinking about playing through again is the first Psychonauts game because I never finished it, but I loved when I played of it, right? And, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, I never the, finished it either. I finished Psychonauts. The interest in Banjo definitely on Smash just kind of showcases how that this, is, this yeah. is still a big property and Microsoft needs to take they, advantage of it. So they I, are, I agree with you, Corey. They already showed what not to do with Banjo, right? With Banjo Nuts and Bolts, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like I like the game. I thought it was fun, but like nobody wants to build vehicles in a banjo game right that's not what it was it was it's you need to have a proper platformer in a big huge kind of open world kind of all what i imagine the next banjo kazooie game should be is more of like a jack and daxter one style almost open world game instead of uh you know you go into these portals and because that's we already have that that was ukulele right and that was yeah wasn't received extremely well Again, I enjoyed it, but in the grand scheme of things, it's got to be a, it's got to be a, it's got to be something new and exciting, but still a platformer where you go and collect the the puzzle pieces and do certain things. So, 
Yeah, but everybody do put a ukulele in the possible mission, possible layer. That, that was oh, so, it's so good. good. It's on Game Pass too. If you have a Game yes. Pass, you should download it. It's really good. It's so good. Um, all right, we're gonna move on to our last question because we are kind of running out of time here. Uh, Deshaun Malone writes in. He says, "Hey y'all, simple question: What announced games are you looking forward to the most? Thanks for being allies in the fight." He says. So, Deshaun, we so love I'm, you. I'm just gonna go with this one game, um, uh, Disco Elysium, coming to Switch. Um, I know it's going. I know it's on PlayStation Five, uh, or it's coming to PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four. I think in March. I think it's mm-hmm. coming early. Um, but I want to play it on Switch. I heard a lot of great things for it, mm-hmm. um, and I want to play. Be able to play this game on the go. So I'm just gonna say that one. Hmm. Now we we mentioned the medium already, and Resident Evil Eight: The Village, um, and of course Zelda: Breath of the Wild Two. We're <laughs> title working title um, the sequel to breath but, of the wild i had this conversation yeah. with someone at work the other day by the way side tangent i hope it's just called the legend of zelda the sequel to breath of the wild on the <laughs> box uh-uh. <laughs> right, right that's all it needs that's all it really needs um but also shin megami tensei 5 is another one that i'm day one by for me i really love it's, uh it's those type turn, of games it's not turn dropping soon it it is um and, and and I hate to admit that I've not kept up with it as much as I'd want to because I have I have the original right over there, so it's it's not something like I have to have this now because yeah, I, I can go ahead and play it. But yeah, I need yeah, to watch I, the direct. I need to see what their dates were. I think they moved it. Um, okay. I think I, don't don't hold me to that, but I think they moved it. You know, I think the pandemic just kept going and kept going and and they got it i think it was supposed to come out like late november and and it got pushed to like because uh right because tensei 5 is supposed to be in summer i think yeah yeah and and so uh, that's another one i'm really hoping that 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 goes really well i've loved those games before they were before they were cool to, to like them before everyone played persona if they push it to the summer, please just push it to August or September. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, I'm I'm always okay with pushing a game back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for me, it's it's definitely Zelda. Uh, that's that's the one game that I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, although Horizon Two is coming, which is going to be <sighs> just. I, I love that first game. I, it definitely has its issues. I mean, I think Breath of the Wild has its issues too. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna oh, yeah. lie to you there, but uh, Horizon I think is is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I know God of War I, is also coming. So I really want to see what Gorilla <laughs> like did with their art style for this because the presentation was really good. So I want to see how deep, more detailed they got. Well, I think um, they could do PS5. really cool things with that uh, the machine infection stuff. Uh, that I, I think that's going to change up the kind of okay. This is just more of the same. I think that the dis- the machine disease that they're showing off is it could do a lot for that okay. franchise. So yeah, yeah. Um, as long as they don't have it released uh, a week or two weeks before Breath of the Wild again. Yeah, right. That, that killed the first game in in terms of, I think of uh, early sales because mm-hmm. it wasn't on my radar. Really, yeah. I was like Zelda. Zelda, it, Zelda. Yeah, it was it it was on mine, but then it's like, oh, it comes out two weeks before Zelda. Well, I'm like, well, I'm getting a new console in Zelda, and like a week and a half after this, I don't right, not, not 
<laughs> I'm not playing this, you know, like uh, I got it, right? Like I got the I'm really collector's edition. But... I'm really glad it didn't get lost and <laughs> and, and kind of because it could have easily just ended up being this this kind of unheard of game and it, it didn't it, but it, it was delayed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a delayed reaction of, of, of fans, I feel like. Yeah. And now people are playing it on PC. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but just two more kind of quick things. Halo, I think I'm really, I'm really excited for Halo, and then uh, I'm really, I'm not excited yet, but I'm really interested to see what the initiative does with Perfect Dark. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, did. We get a uh, more of a trailer or gameplay something for no. summer. No, during the summer. No, I don't think that I, that game is so far out, and Fable is really <laughs> far out. So. Um, I know Josh heard Halo so he's coming out of the woodwork (laughs) hi Josh Uh, you know I'm I'm an idiot because uh, in the last for the last question I'm like I'm waiting for a Monster Hunter 6 announcement (laughs) I'm waiting for a Monster Hunter 6 announcement but as far as technically some leakers already announced that for you there Leron oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah as a matter of fact a 6 and a 7 oh well uh, a 6 is coming and uh, and a PC version of uh, Rise is coming, which I actually find that believable because I looked at the um, I was watching the the direct for that, mm-hmm. and I was like, this this looks too next gen to be running off a of Switch hardware. Yeah, me yeah. and you was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. this looks it looked too next gen because of course when I got the demo, of course I was I was peeling that demo apart. I was like, okay, this don't look like what I saw <laughs> in the direct. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the demo. I'm like, this this just looks like. Monster Hunter Generations. I'm like this with a slightly different skin. Yeah, I'm like it looks. It looks better. It looks better, but I'm like it it, it reminds me of that. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh. But as far as like the announced games, like the one I'm only bringing one to this to to this, and that's the Callisto Protocol. I Mm. mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you tell me they got the band back together from Dead Space to do this, that's all you had to say to me. It's like, ah, man, they they. They could have made the next Mario Kart, and I would have got that. <laughs> wow! <laughs> How do you feel about say, it? How do you feel about it being set in the PUBG universe? That's kind of weird, but whatever. <laughs> that's kind of weird. He's like, I guess, I'm really excited until I see someone with a frying pan helmet <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, trying to whack some alien. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh man, uh, does anybody else have anything to add to this this question? Jake, just Monster Hunter Rise, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited Jake. for Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. I, I and I, I mean, I like. I'm excited for Breath of the Wild, Metroid Prime Four. I'm hesitant to say them though, because I want them to come out this year, but I also don't want to just like have my hopes up all yeah. year and then be like, oh, this was a terrible year. Yeah. I think I think you they have, have one more. I think they have one more year of development for that. I think um, I think Metroid's at least a year and a half away. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as a, Metroid, think... as a Metroid fan, I've gotten used to like it being eight or nine years before a sequel comes out. I've gotten used to that. I think. But I, I think like this a... year. Oh, sorry. Oh, Ed. I was just sending you around. I was just like Prime, like Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield, like getting all of those people. I don't know what Prime Four is going to be. So I think that's why that delay is because you got some heavy names attached to it. Who knows first person shooters? So this is a whole, this is going to be a whole different kind of Prime game. It yeah. would be it would be it would be cool like thinking about that because we could actually get a more 
faster action oriented, you know, Metroid Prime game. Not saying that they need to change to that style, but just the fact because that was one of my major gripes about playing the original Metroid Prime. And also, I, I wasn't really in the first person games back back then. I'm technically not now, but Cyberpunk has helped me come around to that. But um, but if Metroid Prime, the original one, had a faster pace and didn't feel all clunky, mm-hmm. I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit better. And definitely for a new a new take on Metroid, you know, yeah. from ret- from retro, but it's still a beautiful world, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what I, oh, go ahead, Jacob. I tell you what I'd love to see. I'd love to see them take Metroid Prime Four and and make it just the best shooter that it could be. But I'd love them to go a little bit of a Halo route and give us like a Metroid Prime. Well, so maybe not, because I'd like. I'd like for them to give us a Metroid Prime ODST style thing where they do the Federation Force and you play a side campaign as the Federation Force through the Metroid Prime like games. I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still on the on the train that Metroid Prime Four has like this Metroid Prime campaign, right? Where like you play yeah. you play Metroid uh-huh. Prime as Samus, whatever, but they add the multiplayer thing on similar to what Ghost of Tsushima did. Where like they just had that add-on where Metroid Prime Federation Force Two is going to be shoved in there, just going to be, yep. it's going to be in there. I'm still a Metroid Prime Federation Force defender, even though it was on the wrong platform, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it, it has the potential to be something better and bigger and more than what it was, right? Like I, I and, really yeah. believe that. And Nintendo needs a first, a multi-person, a multiplayer first-person shooter. They don't. They have Splatoon as a shooter, but that's not really a shooter. But like, there's no reason why there can't be hundreds of different different outfitted Samuses running around, mm-hmm. like I, there are with Master Chiefs. There's yeah, no I, reason. Yeah, I don't know there's, why. I don't know why when you said that the first thing I thought about was that SpongeBob meme, where it's like, "Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> like that's Nintendo right now. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> there's there's no reason for it. Just give 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 yourself give your Samus a customizable armor set. And send them out there like like Halo, like Call of Duty. It Depend doesn't matter. Depending on how Nintendo's going to be thinking about the Japanese market, America really has to come through for that to happen. They really got to come through. They have to outsell pretty much UK and and Japan. I don't think that's because no, no, I no. Only, only reason because Metro is not big in Japan. Metro is not yeah, big so, anywhere. That's the problem. It's uh, only for yeah, apparently, you know, yeah. Metro, Metro is about as niche as freaking as freaking Doctor Who. Yeah, it's big here. No, it's not. No, Metro, is, Metro is niche. The only reason why the only reason why Metro has some popularity with a certain with a certain crowd in the United States is because uh-huh. Zero Suit Samus happened. That's the only reason right. why. Oh. Yeah, look, I look oh, here's up. here's. Here's the thing. Metroid has had, let me see how many games has has it had. It's had what? 14 or 15 games in the series. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Since yeah. its inception, it has sold 17.44 million copies in almost 40 years. That's nothing. That's the that's wow. the lowest selling first party Nintendo franchise, I believe. That has to Kid be Icarus. Well, it, I would say in like the pop until like the, they have three or four games. The grand scheme of popularity plus as as long as it's been around, that's that's like it's nothing. But it's so weird for it to be that low and everybody still it's considers Metroid as an iconic game. It, or even I mean Super it is it is it is iconic. The M- the impact of the very first Metroid game, like you know, is, and is Super Metroid too. Yeah. But I mean 
Yeah, I th- I think I think uh, Metroid needs that sort of Western appeal, make it more first person shootery, Halo-y, multiplayer suite type thing. I don't think it needs to have Federation Force into it in it, right? Like I think it could just have a basic multiplayer thing where you get to create your own bounty hunter and and have special armor abilities or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it and needs no- something. But I I'm excited. I think we'll get something Metroid this year though. By the way, mm-hmm. like I think we'll get either like a 2D game or an a- the HD trilogy will finally come. It won't be Metroid Prime 4 this year. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said with them getting all that talent and them getting moving it to a new space and building it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I funny. Think it's going to be a while. Josh in chat says uh, Metroid on Switch practically guarantees it, it'll be the best selling modern Metroid game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, which he's not wrong. Uh, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But, uh, I think that's going to do it, gentlemen. Uh, Block, thank you for joining us here today. I hope uh, it's been my pleasure. I hope you join us more often. Uh, on well, thank you. On if you'll any- have me. I'll be here on anything you want. Uh, Nintendo Power Block is is with, they record on Monday nights, so you can obviously you seem like a huge Nintendo fan. So uh, you're welcome like on video anything. Games, yeah, so. you're welcome on anything <laughs> we do. Uh, so. You want to tell people where they can find you and and what you do and and everything on on YouTube and stuff. So I'm primarily on YouTube. I do um, I have a few series going on right now. Uh, mainly I do Treasure Treasure, uh, which is looking at lesser known games and 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 just a look at the history. I use my history background uh, of looking at the development of a, of a game and and seeing just why didn't it sell that well or or what happened. Um, I like that, that part of it. And then I'm doing uh, Role Players Realm, uh, which I look at, uh, I review it as an RPG game. I look at classic RPGs, like the Suikoden series. I'm going to be doing the entire Final Fantasy franchise next year, uh, but I'm working on that now, of looking at every single one of them, including remakes and, and ports and... Um, even like tactics and Chocobo's Dungeon and all of those, and, and analyzing them, breaking those down. Um, but that'll that's still a year out. Um, but you can look at that at uh, Blocks Gaming Reviews on YouTube, and um, occasionally I'm on Twitch. It's been rough this past year um, with my uh, my infant child running around, so I don't get as much time as I'd like. Um, but I'm hoping to do some more on Twitch. Um, again, that's twitch.tv slash reviews, and, uh, and I'm on Twitter. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, again, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day to, you know, do this with us. Um, no, no. Well, Good. thank you. Thank the, you. His his YouTube channel is now in the Twitch chat. It'll be in the in the uh, show notes of the podcast. So go subscribe. Have a good time. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Jacob. Where can we find you? You can find me everywhere at Galatrad. G A L U T R A D. I'm currently playing through Immortals Phoenix Rising, and tonight, because it's Saturday, I do community game night. So we're going to be playing Among Us, and then possibly late into the evening, some Smash Brothers, and maybe even some Mario Kart, just see where it goes. But definitely going to be playing some Among Us. Um, Catch me on Twitch. I stream every Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then on Saturdays as well. 
Uh, that's Central Standard Time. And on March 26th, I will be a full-time Monster Hunter streamer with Monster Hunter Rise <laughs> on the Switch. Uh, I did want to shout it out because um, I don't like to shout out stuff that I'm not fully done with, but I know this is already in the works. I'm going to be doing another 24-hour live stream on the 27th, and I'm going to be giving away a copy of Monster Hunter Rise during that live stream. Very so, nice. uh, so, so in other words, I need to be on your stream that night because I haven't pre-ordered my copy yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I can I can already hear like the collusion, like freaking like rants, you know. <laughs> oh, favoritism. Um, no, no. Uh, but I'm, we're actually going to be doing something a little unique with it. Uh, it's going to be me and two of my best buds. Uh, we're going to be hunting 24 hours together from sometime to sometime on the 27th. I haven't decided if we're going to start like at midnight on the 27th and go till the 28th at midnight. Um, but we're, it's the three of us and we're going to be slotting in viewers to come in and hunt with us as well. Okay. So if there's anything nice. you want to hunt, get in with us and we will, we will carry you through it or you can carry us depending on how good you are. So. All right. Please, rem- nice. please, rem- please remind me, uh, the night. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, Ron. All right. You can catch me on social media at Exodus803. That's E-X-O-D-U-S-803. It's also my gamer tag, so the various different consoles that I play on, you can find me there up to and including Steam. And also, um, I am am one of the hosts of the Crossroads PlayStation Show from Boss Rush Games. We are on every Tuesday night pretty much uh, at 8. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We had to make a slight change to our time slot because uh, one of our guys uh, actually has to be rested and ready for work the next morning. So we had to make a slight change. So, yeah, that's a new time slot for us. And uh, you can find us Tuesday nights on twitch.tv slash Exodus 803. Nice. Ed? You guys can find me on Twitter at ThatVertical. You can check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, other podcast apps. Um, you can also ch- uh, check out uh, Recap here on Boss Rush Podcast Expansion Pass. Um, you can check out Talk the Walk that will be coming out uh, with a new episode real soon. Um, and then if you guys want to follow me uh, on Twitch, I'm at the Lyrical One. My Switch, my Xbox, and PSN is all on my Twitter page. And check out World One One Podcast. Uh, last but not least, um, I do have a new blog up uh called uh being better so i do hope you guys go and read it on boshrushgames.com nice you can find me at i am cory hd on twitter and instagram you can find me on arsenal x the xbox podcast tower casuals the destiny podcast sometimes on nintendo power block and sometimes on crossroads and sometimes everywhere else yes so. nintendo power block on mondays everybody yeah it is uh you can find me streaming here. I'm going to try to stream tonight, actually, a little bit. So uh, I'm going to try to stream that new Destiny mission, I think. So you can find me <laughs> streaming here on Boss Rush Games Live uh, when shows aren't going on. I'm trying to not stream during uh, podcast times. So, um, yeah. I want to thank everybody so much for watching. Block, thanks again for joining us. And uh, thank you. Thank remember, you. everybody. It costs nothing to be nice to each other. So uh, be better, and we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Take care. Uh